<laughs> Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check TakeTwoRadio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. And good evening, everyone. Welcome to Take2Radio. I'm Pam, your host, at least for today. (laughs) And I have all of my lovely crew here today, and I'm just thrilled to death. Hello, crew. (laughs) Hi. Oh, I'm telling you, we got everybody here today. We got David, we got Anthony, we got Carolyn, and we got Candace. Hi. What a miracle, huh? How did we do that? <laughs> you mean a miracle. Charge your line. Really? A miracle. Okay. It is a I'm miracle. How, when's the last time we were all together in one show? Um, last time? Yeah, it's it's been Greg a little Vaughn? bit. It's been a little bit since we've all been together. But I will yeah. say this: Greg Vaughn. I would I was, have canceled going to the coronation if it meant coming on and having a shot at asking Galen a couple of questions. <laughs> the burning, the burning questions that you want to know and more. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of Galen, um, he is working a little bit late, so he should be calling in in about 15, 20 minutes or so, but we'll gladly sit here and wait for him to call in. Oh, okay. Uh, talk amongst Miss yourself. Pam, Miss Pam. Right. Hold, wait, no, I got to go. Oh. Hold on one second. All right, you okay. go. Good. Ba, 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 ba. I've been waiting to get back on with Candy, Candy Cane over there. Candy, <laughs> are you, you ready to talk a little bit? What, what are we talking about? What's the topic? What's the hot topic? Hot topic? What, What's the hot topic? What you, what what'd you think of that final nomination list? Well, mm. you know. Uh, okay. All right. So, all right. Let me just say this right now. I am glad that some categories thought outside the box. This okay. Is not a Candace, I'm gonna, okay. Candace, I'm going to have to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Yep. You'll, you'll have it's to okay. continue in a it's moment. Okay. After okay. these commercial breaks. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Tonight we are thrilled to have with us actor Galen Gehring. He currently plays Commissioner Ralph. Ralph. Let's try that again. Ray Hernandez on Days of Our Lives, but he's also well known for his role on Passions as Luis Lopez Fitzgerald. That's a mouthful, isn't it? Yes, he was. <laughs> I would say. And an eye, and an eyeful, too. <laughs> and you might also know him from Venice's series and no matter where you know him from he's definitely a fan favorite so let's all welcome Galen to our show yay hey. welcome. 
Yay. Yay. <laughs> Yay for me. Hi, everyone. Yeah. Yay. Hey, Galen. I'm so happy that you can make it. We have wanted to speak with you forever. Oh, my God. How did I get so lucky? I, I'm so sorry because I was freaking out and uh, thought I was going to be trapped on set. But I got my fellow co-stars, as usual, to cooperate, and we got it done. And I literally got done at, like, 3.58. Like, running to change. And anyway, here I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was kind of surprised when I saw your call come in. I'm like, is that possibly him? I thought he was going to be late. I'm like, okay. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> I love it. No, well, before we get into our questions for you, we'd like to congratulate you on your son Jensen's new show, Aaron and Aaron on Nickelodeon. Yes. Yeah, very exciting for him. And um, today they actually, well, not today, but this week will be uh, they're shooting their 13th episode. So, um, Uh, yeah. Cool. It's a great show. It's a family show, and I love that he gets to combine his talents of music and acting in one show. I mean, he's just a, a standout. He's amazing. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's uh, it's really exciting for him, and um, obviously gets to showcase his, his special talent as a singer and uh, someone who can play guitar, and he's playing piano now too and uh yeah it's really neat i'm on top of that like we were literally playing ping pong together today at lunch because he shoots at the same lot i do which is just insanely lucky for both of us that's funny because i just saw his instagram story uh, like maybe 10 15 minutes before we started the show tonight and i was like you guys playing <laughs> yeah yeah it's crazy i mean he could be anywhere from vancouver to montreal to who knows where and just the fact that it's at this studio and uh is also like 10 minutes from our house just like oh my god well thank you universe thank you so much right well, yeah he's great he's doing Dad awesome gets to keep a close eye so you know yeah well sort of you know. i mean the weird thing is that with covid and all the testing protocols that we have to go through which will actually be ending this week um it's kind of like you're isolated like mm-hmm. i can't just go over there um because you know they have their protocol and ours is a little bit different and um, so it's it's kind of weird. It's like we're we're super close and yet super far at the same time. If that makes sense. Oh wow! See, now I would have thought if everybody got tested on both sets that it wouldn't be an issue, but I guess it is. Well, you are right in in one sense, but the sort of flip side of that is that they just don't want a lot of other people on set because the testing isn't one hundred percent accurate, and so they don't right. want you know, a bunch of people there because it just would increase the likelihood that someone could possibly transmit COVID. And then, I mean, if he gets it, which he actually did a few weeks ago, uh, luckily they were on the dark week. But if one of the main people gets it there, it kind of, you know, it shuts down the whole show for them. Whereas with us, for instance, we have other people in the cast that, were, okay, you're getting called in tomorrow when you weren't on schedule and hopefully you can make it. And we fill the yeah. void. But for them, it's like, you know, there's only one of him to – be the main guy right (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) it kind of revolves around him so that that makes sense a little bit yeah that makes sense that's how well we'd love to know how and when you knew that you wanted to be an actor i mean your son was relatively young 
knowing that? Were you like him, a wee boy, or did that come later? Well, it definitely came later. In fact, um, for me, I was actually at the University of Miami. I was studying to do stuff behind the camera, writing and directing and producing. And my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, uh, incidentally, um, and mother of Jensen as well, um, <laughs> was mm-hmm. like, hey, um, uh, her friend and uh, agent was like, there's this role that they've been looking for for a long time, and I think that Galen's perfect for it. Would he be interested? And I was sort of like, no, not really, not at all. And I passed on it because I was in the final semester of film school at University of Miami. And I was so busy. And then they kept asking. And then another friend of mine, actually a couple friends of mine, were trying out for it. And I was like, well, I might as well just do it. And then they sent the sides, and it was like 10 pages. And I was like, oh, hell no. I can't memorize <laughs> 10 pages. So uh, Jenna, my girlfriend at the time, my wife, was like, just go in and, you know, wing it. And I did. And then uh, they were like, oh, they want to screen test you in LA. So then I flew back and forth a couple of times during that final semester and screen tested. And then finally they were like, we want you to do it. And so I walked off, I graduated, I walked off stage and I flew out here and started filming the next day thinking that I'd probably be promptly fired. Um, and then that show went for 10 years. So you just never know. Like the magic of this business. Oh, yeah, it sucked you right in. And guess what? That 10 pages looks like nothing nowadays, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't say nothing, but uh, yeah, I've gotten a little better at memorization. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely a skill. Well, like, you know, oh, my instance, you know Jensen's, uh, they do a they do a 25-minute show, and it takes them all week to tape it, basically. And we do yeah. nine shows in five days. Um, so we're just blazing. I mean, I saw on the schedule, it was like, oh, yeah, two hours for this one scene. And I'm like, two hours? That's like two shows for us, basically. Right? Not two shows, <laughs> but like that's two shows for me, my part. Yeah. Be like two hours, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I bet he, re- he respects you, though, you know, with what you, you know and your knowledge and being able to help him. And Yeah, yeah, it's great. He's got, between Jenna and myself, he's got a really good, um, like, I don't know if safety net is the right word, but certainly, like, we can help him with these things and understand these mm-hmm. things. And, and I think that yeah. that's... That's definitely a bonus for him. I can't help him when it comes to the music or the singing and all that, but I don't think he wants my help anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad, I got well, this. Yeah, you're good. Keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what sounds good and what doesn't, so, I mean, that's a help uh, that in a way, is true. I guess, you know? That no? is true, yeah. Huh? No, you're right, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, uh, I start to learn this, like, uh, vocabulary, too, from, like, his singing coach. Like, oh, you gotta, you got to place it. Make sure you're placing your, I don't know what the hell it even means. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Well, yeah. if, you, if you could sit down and have a chat with Rafe about his love life, what advice would you give him so he finally gets it right? Oh, for God's sake, poor guy. What a disaster. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I, I feel like... Uh, I don't know that he's the one doing anything wrong, I guess, would right. would be, no. you know. Um, and so if I was going to sit down and 
tell him something, I guess it would be hang in there. Uh, it's going to be okay. You're going to make it through this and uh, on to the next. Um, I mean, when I if I look back at all the relationships he's been in, um, whether it was uh, Sammy or Hope or um, Nicole or – I mean, most of them, had, like – I don't know that he's really been complicit in their disaster. I mean, to a certain degree, some of them, maybe he was MIA, but um, I don't know. Certainly with Ava, but, mm-hmm. you know, that was, that was his own demise. He just seems really naive, you know what I mean, when it comes to love. Oh, yeah, I think, I think he just wants to um, believe that just everyone has the best intentions all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, because clearly that's not the case. But um, good for him for not giving up, I guess. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, all we need to do now then. is get rid of all, all we need to do now is get rid of Abe's little old policy there, and you and Jada can uh, get together, mm-hmm. Ray oh, and, yeah. and Jada, because I think that would be finally, finally, a good match. Oh, well, I'm so glad you think so. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that'll happen. I mean, it's either going to go one way or the other. Like, right. maybe he's going to. Well, maybe there's three scenarios, right? Maybe they just end up doing it, and no one finds out, which is probably unlikely mm-hmm. in Salem because everyone finds out everything. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> or maybe they change the policy, or maybe they mm-hmm. do it and um, something happens. I don't know. I guess you just have to watch and see. What oh, of course, down. you'll have <laughs> yes. to tune in Maybe daily to find Maybe out. Break up. I don't know. <laughs> so Let's many, hope not. Really yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty well, great. She is, and I, I just really, I like you two together. So oh, we'll have to see what happens. I think maybe we even get some more of those magic. Uh, Donuts or whatever it was that you guys ate. <laughs> and oh, my sure God, gets, the muffins. Make sure she gets one this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's, if she would have just ate them. But I think Rafe ate them all. Yeah. <laughs> or did he give them yeah, to the you... bear? <laughs> yeah. I think Rafe just needs to eat more of those and everything will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Oh my gosh. Well thank you for answering my questions. Next up we have Candace. Okay. Hello. How are you? Hi Candace. I'm good. Uh, I'm really good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You know, it's Monday. It's the start of a Friday. It is Monday, week. isn't it? You know, yeah. that you know, yeah. next thing you know next thing you know it's gonna be Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah. it's gonna be like, Woo, we made it to the weekend and then we're back to Monday. Yeah. Yeah. How did Monday get here so fast? Exactly. It's it's like when you get older, it's just, you literally blink and it's back to Monday. Weekend, blink, Monday. We were just on a hiatus. So we had all last week off and people were like, how was the week? And I'm like, oh my God, I felt like it was so short. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Trust me, I feel you on that one. All right. So, my question is, my first question is, if you can hang out with either Rafe or Luis for a guy's night out, which one would you pick to hang out with and why? Um, Like, uh, 
probably like either one, and then I would like totally ditch them somehow. Because <laughs> 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 seriously, like these guys, I mean, I don't know. Like, um, I, mean, I don't, I lost you in the crowd, Luis. I don't, where did you go? <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't mean to. Did you have fun? I hope it was great. Uh, no, they're they're both, you know, they're cool. They're they're just um, very even keeled. I'd say. I think they're you know they're written very similar, um, in terms of their. Uh, I don't know. I th- maybe Rafe. Maybe Rafe's more fun. I mean, Luis was like pretty uptight. He was pretty seemingly more uptight and so obsessed with like, oh the cranes and you know to bring down the crane like that was really his like only motive in life seemingly or you know being with Sheridan. But um, I would go with Rafe when I, when I think about it. He's had a little more fun. Yeah, he'd be all okay. right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of agree with you on what that. What about you? I agree with you on that. Okay. Because. You know, Louis, he was stand-up. I mean, he was, you know, always protecting his family. He really didn't know how to really let loose a little bit. Right, And right. so, but with Rafe, it's like, hey, you know, he has Duke the Bear. He's, you know, doing this. He's doing this. So, yeah. <laughs> I would hang out with I would he, hang out with Rafe. At least he tries to let loose. I mean, I don't know if he yeah. actually succeeds, yeah. like, in there, but, you know. I mean, oh, that guy, he he's had, trying to have he, a good time he, over there. Yeah, I mean, he's more, he, he, can, he knows how to relax in some areas. He knows how to relax. Correct. It's just, right. you know, we still got to work with him. We have, to, mm-hmm. we have to show him, you know, the example. It's like it's okay to let loose and still be responsible, but life is short. Have fun. Yeah, well, Candace, you you could like lead him into, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I you would him. have the yeah, power to take him, him where he needs to go. I already got, I got I'm feeling that from you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got, okay, yeah. <laughs> Trust me on that one. Okay. Probably both so, of them, actually. Well, <laughs> I mean, it would be a little bit more work with Luis. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. like, I feel as though that's, like, that would be a big project. Yeah. <laughs> Again, but, I think you could do but, it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, at least, I, see, I have somebody believe in me on that one. Okay. See? <laughs> I got so you. My, Thank you. So my second question is, this week is National Teacher Appreciation Week. So shout out to all the teachers out there. Hey, yeah. Um, my question is, yes. Total name shout out a to teacher, all the teachers, by the way. Right. Um, was there a teacher that inspired you in your life? Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Um a hundred percent not only inspired me but was so helpful. She was my A P English teacher and um and literally like I remember she was like, Wait, what do you mean where you haven't applied to, to what colleges? And she was like, Oh no, no, you need to apply. Help me get all my applications together. I ended up like getting into Berkeley and UCLA and all these great colleges. Um and was just like a beacon of light truly in my life at a time when I really needed one, to be honest with you, um, for a little guidance. And, and I think like when I look back on my life, you know, we all need people like that. You know what I'm saying? 
Like we all yeah. could benefit from people who are mentors and who are really helpful um, as she was to me. And there were several others, but she was a teacher. She was the one who was a teacher. And uh, to this day, still totally grateful for her and what she did for me. Even though Aww. I never even went to those colleges, but, you know, um, but, but I did go in get in. And that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Aww. That's, yeah. That, I love hearing I love hearing stories like that because I'm a teacher. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, like, I'm a childcare teacher, but it's still, you know, it's a teacher because there's some people who don't really look at childcare teachers as teachers, but quote unquote babysitters, which is that's a whole different discussion for another day. But it's yeah. nice to hear how teachers are, you know, do have they make an impact on somebody's lives. And sometimes they don't know it until, you know, later or so I wanted to yeah, say well, thank you. You have an incredibly important job molding them at such a young age and oh, helping yeah. them build confidence and, uh, you know, feel free to step forth into the world. I mean, incredibly important at such a young age. That's when we're um, so easily impacted by so many different things, but yeah. yeah, I think we need those people along our lives, like throughout the whole journey, if we're lucky enough to have those people. It's a blessing, no question. Thank you. And thank you for mm-hmm. answering my questions. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Candace. No okay, next up we have David. Hey, Galen. Nice to have you David, here. how are you? Thank you. I'm doing good, good sir. Good to be here. I got a couple for you. Okay. Okay. Um, starting out, right after you got out of school, you headed on passion. So you're very new to soaps. So what? who was the person or persons that took you under their wing and showed you the ropes when it came to daytime? And what yeah, did you learn great from question. Um, and, and the one person who really stands out in my memory would be Ben Masters, um, who sadly just recently passed. Um, I'm sure he's helping people up in heaven be better actors or people. Um, he was an incredible actor. He was the one who played Julian Crane. He was my adversary, and yet I loved him so much, but he was such an incredibly powerful and present actor, uh, wise, wise man. And, um, you know, he, he, he taught me a lot of things, um, the power of stillness in acting. Uh, cause I always felt like I had to show so much and do all these things. And uh, he was just such a force. And, um, you know, we would sit and talk about acting and different things in life. And he just was such a great grounding, calming um, force, like just a real, real patriarch for me in that job. Well, that's a that's a beautiful description. Thank you for answering for that one. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, my second one uh, has to do with mostly all soap operas. There comes a time when their lead actor or actress dons a dual role. Mm. So when you took on 
race number two, how difficult became your work on set? Um, Well, I loved that. That was so much fun for me, and it was incredibly challenging because it ultimately, it wasn't just, um, Rafe and, you know, for lack of a better term, like Rafe 2, but then it became like Rafe 2 trying to play Rafe and not just himself because there were times when you saw this guy be himself, then you saw him trying to be Rafe, and then you actually, at a certain point in time, Rafe had figured out that he had this Rafe 2 doppelganger, so then he was trying to imitate him being him so it was like all these different <laughs> all these different levels um different physicality and sensibility and um uh also there were scenes where they would both be in the scene opposite one another and um so we had to like fit, film those like as, as a split screen and you know to be honest just like the amount of material in addition to the specificity that I was trying to bring to all those different guys um, was just like mind-blowingly. Um, it was hard. It was hard, but it was so much fun. I was like, it was a great, great time. And um, funny to this day, people are like, oh, my God, can we just have race? To be Rafe, like he was way cool. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, Come on, <laughs> he was way more fun. Um, he was really obnoxious. Um, but yeah, that, that was that was very challenging, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you very much, uh, sir, for answering my question. Definitely kept mm. it interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> thanks, David. Next up, we have Carolyn. Oh, <laughs> hi, Rafe. How are you? Hi, <laughs> Galen. Galen. I, uh, no, I, I, I can relate. I can relate to Rafe. Um, one of the things uh, I you know really what's funny is, like, I'm so used to that too that I just answered, it and it didn't even sound weird to me. <laughs> like Galen, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's, yeah, right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of one of the reasons um, I'm attracted to you on the show is you remind me of like a big brother. Mm-hmm. You're all always there supportive and I, I really like that uh, that quality that you have. Are you like that in real life? Um that's a good question. Um I think I think in many ways, yes. I certainly um am protective of the people that I love, uh my family and my friends and I um I definitely try and look out for them and try and problem solve issues if there's issues within the family things of that nature. Um well, I I will say that I could only aspire to you know be the level with which you know Rafe goes through his life and the you know the the altruistic intentions that he always seemingly has and um and his you know, ability when faced with so much adversity to never give up. I think he's a very courageous character in many ways, um, whether it be, you know, in law enforcement or his um, ability to 
not give up on love after so much disaster or to give up on his sister after her being such a terror, you know, things like that. Like he has the patience of a saint. So I don't know yeah. if I, I can have that level, you know. But. Well, you are you appear very supportive and someone that you, you know, you, you can go to and, um, you know, kind of guide people and be supportive, which is important, especially today. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I mean, I try to be, for sure. I mean, I think I have deep friendships, and and I always want, you know, especially, you know, I think women talk more on deeper levels, uh, not to be, like, sexist than guys, but, you know, like, I'll be out with my friends, and, and they'll be like, what, what, what did you guys, what's going on with so-and-so in his life? I'll be like, I don't know. We didn't really talk about it. My, my wife would be like, oh, my God, what did you guys do? You were together for five hours. I'm like, I don't yeah. know. We just... <laughs> but, but I do want, you know, I always want my friends to know that I am there for them to to listen. And, um, you know, I feel like I'm a good listener. And um, I'm certainly not judgmental in a lot of ways. So, Well, it, it, comes, it comes through for sure. Well, thank you. One of my questions is going to be about a new leash for life. Oh yeah, new leash for life. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us how you got involved and why and how uh, how was it going? Um, so new leash on, on life, new leash on life is an organization that rescues dogs. I think a lot of people end up getting dogs and not knowing how to train them or care for them, especially if it's a puppy and they've require a lot of work as does a baby I mean um, and so this organization when people give up their dogs because they maybe they became too much work or they're tearing up the house or for whatever reason there's a, a million reasons as to why but um, this incredible organization serves to help people train train the dogs and gives the dogs basically a new leash on life, but, uh, you know, dogs that would otherwise uh, potentially have been euthanized at a shelter. Um, they're then taken to the, the basically like dog farm and trained and then also trained when they are then uh, with the owner, with a new owner. The owner is then trained with the dog so as to care for the animal in, in a way that's... Um, intelligent for lack of a better word so you know it's not just what the the owner the dog owner needs but what the dog needs right so as to avoid these possible mishaps of dogs chewing up furniture or you know going to the bathroom inside the house or we have a myriad of other things where people get frustrated with having it right yeah Um, well that's that's an organization yeah it's not like uh, the commercials on tv and the kids and the dogs and the puppies and how wonderful and well that's that's like giving them the second and third, which is great. Too bad and you can't get a hold of the <laughs> the owners yeah. beforehand. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think ultimately it can be. There's just there's a lot to learn, and I learned so much through this organization, um, and as did uh, Jenna, who really like jumped in. Um, wholeheartedly. It was one of my neighbors was volunteering at the organization where we used to live in the Hollywood Hills and uh, they were just awesome. A, a really great organization. Um, oh, so that's helping people and helping animals. Yeah. Well, my second question is um, on the, 
the romances with uh, <laughs> with your past, with all the past ones. I really enjoyed, and this is quite a few years ago, um, between you and Kate, and it was oh, somewhat, yeah. you know, somewhat short lived. Can you um, do you have any, do, do the actors have any input in the storylines um, uh, as far as with the writers or what goes on behind the scenes? Do you have any say in that? Is so well, you know, this is really going great. Can we leave it or? Sure. I mean, I guess the overall my my overall answer to that would be not really. Um, oh. That's that's not to say that that actors can't have input. Um, I think that ultimately the writer, you know, head writer uh, wants to tell a story and doesn't necessarily, you know, I mean, if every actor is chiming in all the time, that becomes very problematic for the writer, right? Well, you okay. like this, you didn't like this, you want me to change this, you want me to change um, So, you know, I try to sort of like stay out of that to, to answer your question um, and uh, and sort of, you know, to see what, what comes along. That, With that said, um, there have definitely been times when I have voiced my input on certain things or where they've actually reached out, oh, how do you think this is going? Do you do you feel um, that this is working? But I don't think overall that's how it works, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. You know, they, ha- they have an idea. And then, and then the other thing, too, is like you don't necessarily know if a thing is going away forever once it goes away. Right, so it could be, you know, you sort of break up and then you get back together and then you, you know, so there's also that too. I mean, obviously, the genre is drama, and so it's not going to be um, good times all the time because that just gets boring for the viewer. So there's always going to be things, um, peaks and valleys, and so with that said you're always like, oh, okay, we broke up or we're not together right now, but are we going to be back together or, you know, so um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I didn't foresee that those two characters would be apart forever, Um, that they would actually, because of the way that their relationship was forged and it was very spontaneous, um, that this could relive itself at any point in time, if that makes sense, right? Okay, yeah, Um, uh, yeah, it keeps us wanting more and waiting patiently. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but, Some, you know, sometimes impatiently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, to, to, I, I agree with you. I, I will say that the thing that I really liked about that relationship was that these two characters, you know, they didn't really want anything but this, like, intimacy, companionship in that given moment. Um, right. And I think that that's sort of a, a novelty. Uh, they weren't trying to manipulate one another. They weren't looking for love. They were just like, you know, we like being together, and that's fun. And we, you're a totally different person than I am, and I'm not trying to change you to be someone else. And I might not even agree with so many of the beliefs that you subscribe to, but, God, we have fun together. And, yeah. and that was like yeah. a fun take for me as a character to play. Yeah, and one that was refreshing that I don't know that um, I think the reason that people actually gravitated towards it 
was because of that, that it was like something unique. Um, and she's yeah, so much fun. Oh, my God. So, yeah. It's always stood, yeah, it's always stood out for me. And uh, uh, no drama like this. <laughs> Anyways, I enjoyed that. And um, Yeah. Oh, thanks. Glad to hear that you, yeah, that you appreciated it as well. Yeah. Well, thank you very much yeah. for asking, uh, answering my questions. And uh, this has been a pleasure. You're uh, you're really you're really good very uh, personable thank you very much oh thank you thank you appreciate that and last but not least with your last two questions we have anthony well, hi there, hey, Dylan. How are you? And let me do a little okay. Louise shout out cuz nobody gave anyone nobody gave Louise the the love tonight so I'll give Louise the love <laughs> but um before I give before I give my questions um we've interacted a few times I worked for the Associated Press for a very long time but um you are really really good with your fans I just wanted to kind Thank of you. like point that out and for fans who don't get the opportunities that we get here on the show to just say you every time I've been around you you are so darn cool with the fans so from oh, all them, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I, I mean, I certainly try. I, I'm beyond grateful for having fans. And, um, you know, it, it makes me think back to, like, um, just like a quick sort of story and anecdote to this whole thing is, like, when I started on Passions and there was a moment when um, they, they asked Mackenzie and I, Sheridan Crane, uh, obviously, to to go to New York, right? To, oh, we're gonna do this this signing at Rockefeller Center, and oh my God, I was there, okay. bro. <laughs> the, I was there, so, but go ahead. So, you were there. So, I was there. Yeah, from, that's from incredible. Oh my God, I love it. So, <laughs> so just like sort of like a, a backstory, like in the, our mindset, we were we were terrified, right? Because we were like. Whoa who's going to go like who's going to show up you know we didn't really you know the internet as crazy as that sounds wasn't really like a thing you know they were like oh i think you can go online and there's like this chat boards or something but it was like you didn't really have any idea what was happening and so when we got there you know there was like thousands of people there were like people were going crazy and and we were so blown away by that and i just remember just being having this feeling being like, Oh my God, what a, what an incredible life this is to be living right now. Like you, you always have to be grateful for this. Like there, you could have shown up, which was your fear. And there have been no one there. And like how dismal and sad would that have been for you? And so, you know, I always just like really tried not to take that for granted because, uh, you know, it was one of those like, Oh my God, please God, if if I get away with this or whatever, I'll never do this thing again. Or, you know, just like that scenario, like, please God, if, if people show up, I'll be good, you know? And there were all these people there. And so that's just always been this promise I've tried to keep, if that makes sense. Yeah, and you, you give it good. You gave us all real good attention. <laughs> oh, so nice. thank you for the story. That's Well, that's, that's crazy awesome. that you were there. That was wild. I remember that. It, it, I was yeah. um, <laughs> I was yeah, but anyway, um, my first question is, you've been rather candid throughout, you know, your career about your start and how passions came about, et cetera, and the one question that no one has asked that I have found, and I've always wondered, and I think a lot of us wonder, when did mm-hmm. you finally feel like an actor? 
Mm. What was the moment it was like, okay, I am this. I'm not doing this, I am this. Right, right. Um, you know, uh, Passions was very challenging in that it, like, really kept you on your toes because you were like, what am I even doing, you know? Like, now I'm, uh, you know, having these scenes with an orangutan or, like, you sort of, like, never knew what was happening. Um, and so it was very challenging in that regard and sort of, like, um, I guess would kind of, like, they really would have, like, the propensity to throw oneself off one's game, right? Because you're like, what am I even doing? You know, is this real? And and I think, like, yeah. it's it's really had this, like, sort of cultish staying power because of that, right? That people always, whenever I'll go to something for days or whatever, people are always so in the passions and it's really, like, a tribute to that show and its individuality and its absurdness and its ability to be wild. And so, but, like, you know, I don't know if I can pinpoint a certain time, but I think ultimately it was, like, having scenes that were so over the top and so ridiculous and being able to try and, like, find some truth in them and and not play them as, like, over the top and ridiculous and really, like, just be like, right, because this is my life right now. What really what we're going through, you know, they used to say like, oh yeah, you, can, you know, it's, it's it's written totally over the top, but you have to play it for real. And I think it was like somewhere in there, in some moment of insanity. I wouldn't say that there was like one defining moment um, on that show where where I was like, oh, okay, I can do this, or or I have enough experience and I know how to do this. Um, uh, Boy, that's a really good question. That had to to be a lot of fun, though, kind of like never knowing where it was going to go next and what you'd be expected to to have to, you know, work, roll with. For sure. You would get a script and you'd be like, oh, my God. You know, you'd like, like, you know, call James Hyde or Travis Schultz or Natalie Z. Someone would be like, have you read this shit? It's out of control. You know, like, what, how... What are they gonna do? How, like, how, you know, and then you would come in, and you know, special effects would be trying to be, this, you know, three guys dressed up as a giant worm or something. What is happening? You know, just it was, um, it was pretty wild. But um, you know, the, the, and I guess the flip side of that coin is the really interesting thing about acting, and, and the thing like still to this day is like, it's still really challenging. You still have days where you feel a either really locked in or other days where you're like, Oh God, you know, I, I'm trying to get into this or find this, you know, it's kind of like a really use a metaphor of um, being an athlete, right? Like they're the, if at the highest level, these athletes and still like, you know, maybe they have a great game or they have a, a subpar game or whatever. And it just like, it varies from day to day, if that makes sense. But no. with that said, you still you have this skill set with which you can use, you you must use, which I must use, to rely upon to, you know, convey truth in the scene to the audience. Oh, I, and I, you know, I really don't feel like I answered that's... your question. I was so long-winded, non-answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I think it it, it kind of did because you know the yeah. passions experience was wild 
in, in the best yeah. way possible. Um, so I'll wrap up with asking you a, a typical soapy kind of question. Um, okay. The fans that have that have stuck with you from Luis all the way through, it's a two-prong, by the way, that have stuck with you all the way through, and, you know, what, is, what does that mean for you? What, what do you say back to them, and what do you think it means to days in general that Peacock has been the success it, it, it is? Well, I think that I think that the I think my ability to have like just you know continue to just try and um, be good every day and have some truth every day and then you know people be like oh my god I love what you did or you know you know, like as absurd as that storyline was and we didn't really like it you like we're so committed to it and 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 I really think a big part of it is that I I think. Um, certainly trying to be gracious to the fans and, you know, having a reputation like that certainly helps. And, um, you know, obviously like if you're going to have longevity in any business, um, you want to have a reputation like that and, and be committed to your work. So that for me, um, is always something I've I've tried to do uh, on the daily. Um, you know, obviously like some days are going to be better than others. It's just how life is, but, you know, over time that defines your legacy for lack of a better word, like, you know, get, be prepared, come to work prepared, be professional. Um, you know, don't be cranky on days when you don't want to show up to work or don't feel like doing just like, you know, be gracious to your co-stars, all those things. Um, and sorry, what was the part B again of that? And the part B was days in general, you know, the overall feeling that the fans have stuck, and it's it's actually a success. Oh, Carried right, over yeah, the exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, well, that's incredible and certainly a testament to the show and the fans. And um, I do think that it's also a great fit for them in terms of – their business model, right? So we have this, like, very loyal fan base, and we can put on a show every day, and so it drives people to watch. Um, and, you know, and I don't think the show is exorbitantly expensive. On their way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So so I think it's a great fit. I, I will say that um, when we first went there, you know, it was this very quick announcement, and we weren't really notified as to what was happening until it was – um, basically upon us, and I think, like, everyone sort of, like, thought the worst, like, oh, my God, wait, wait, what we're doing, you know, um, and it's been great, so, and they've been totally supportive, and, um, yeah, onward, onward we go, so, um, yeah, really, really Absolutely. grateful for that, yeah. Well, thank, thank you so you, much. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Anthony. Yes, thank you. you know, I, I, I've said it a million times, and I'll say it a million more, that soap fans are the most dedicated fans you will ever find. And when they love a show or they love, a, a, you know, one of the characters or whoever plays that character, they will follow them no matter where they go. Yeah. Me try. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I so. think – I think the neat part is, right, so I, 
if it was like Candace or someone who was like Rafe and 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 then I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, like as much as they're invested in the character, so are we, right? So I've played this character for uh, 13 or 14 years now, and so he's, you know, a very um, we're very close. So in other words, like you know, and I understand too, and having been around the fans a lot, like they speak to Rafe and not necessarily to Galen. So um, yeah. <laughs> I get that. I get that investment of time and emotion and, you know, all these things over literally, uh, you know, for some of these characters too, over decades. Right. So, um, I think as the actor, like you better be nice to the fans cause God, they've invested so much time and effort into you. Right. So you owe it to one another. You've been there for each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, really just, nice you just got to think about, you just got to think about Rafe as your brother, and he's the one that brings in the paycheck as well. So, uh, <laughs> right, you know, yeah, carry on. <laughs> yeah, he's been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like well, Rafe. He's a, he's a good brother for sure. Definitely. Well, we want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today, especially coming through right after work. We know you have you know how hard you work, and we really appreciate it. Well, you're so welcome. I'm so glad that it worked out, to be honest with you. And um, great question, super fun, and uh, glad we did it. Thank you. Right we back. Too. And we, yeah, we're, we're very we happy. We welcome you back anytime. Oh, fantastic. I really enjoyed it, and thank you again so much for having me. And um, whenever you want me to come back, I will come back. Maybe I can uh, drag Jensen on here with me one time or something. That would be awesome. Very yeah, that would be great. All right, enjoy the rest of your night. You too. Thanks again. Okay. Take care and uh, keep you watching. You too. <laughs> All right. We will. Always. Good night. Bye bye. Bye for now. Okay. He's he's one of There's my favorites. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna tell who all my other favorites are because I don't want. Other people saying, wait, aren't I a favorite? Yeah, you don't want to play favorites. It's like children. It's like children. Right. I was just going to say, like children. You can't tell them who yeah. your favorite is. That's true. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, Pam? I am really sitting here thinking there's a magic in, in this crew. We, they talk so real with us compared to, yeah. you know, other interviews that they do. And it's it's a lot of fun to let the to, – have fun with them and let them have, you know, human moments. Well, you know what, yeah. I, I we try to be professional, but we also want it to be conversational and down to earth. So right. yeah. I think we, I think we achieve that most of the time. I think we do. Carolyn, how's the uh, heart palpitations? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm making jokes. Yeah. My, da- my, da- my daughter's in the uh, family room with the sliding glass doors closed, and I'm, I've got my hand pumping. I'm going, oh, <laughs> my heart's pumping. <laughs> 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 oh, you're so I cute. Think one of the qual- I think one of the qualities of the crew is that we kind of embrace the the stars like a friend. You know, you're just talking, you know, having a conversation yeah. with mm-hmm. a friend. Um, and it really, when it comes down to it, being in awe of it, you know, we're all human beings. We're all, you know, 
and I think they I think most of the stars that we've interviewed they they feel that you know we're not you know kissing their ass and you know being all mm. cozy and I think it I think it shows that that's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to opinion. agree. And you said ass. <laughs> no, no, I am shocked. Oh. What kind of show is this? I know. My, my ears, my ears. <laughs> I, I'm sure Carolyn has said that a time or two. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm going to show, though. Yeah, only thing I don't know. Show. Yeah. Only David knows he call he calls me naughty. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I yeah. know you're naughty, but just chew on the image of me clutching my pearls for a second. Yeah. I know. I'm like I got my oh, rosary. Carolyn. Oh, Miss Carolyn. I, I have my I'm rosary so right now. I'm praying. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> the language. You guys are goofy. You guys well, that's are what us, that's, that's what makes us work. Yeah. That, that's what that's what makes us work is that we are allowed to be ourselves around right. each other and also with the stars, no matter. But not like <laughs> yep. too crazy or anything. Like we make them feel comfortable. And except and when I, I think make so, proposals for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, was, I wasn't. I wasn't there that day. I don't remember that. I don't know what they're talking about, Pam. Pam, don't. I don't know what they're talking about. But I guess I guess I did something. I don't. I have. I don't know. Either. I think. I, I think there might have been magic muffins involved or something. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Seen the fifth. Seen the fifth. Well, I mean, I mean, because I'm, I'm only joining, you know, Phyllis um, or anything like that. I mean, no, right. I got thrown, real quick, I got thrown under the bus by a certain somebody on the phone. Was that I wasn't there that day either. Yes, you were, because you was the one who did it. <laughs> At least if you would have said, if you would have said Chad, or if you would have even said Greg, you could have saved yourself. But Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> by the way, you can listen to those oh, interviews. You can listen to those past yeah. interviews on Blog Talk Radio and, and right. let us know. And let us know who was who was thrown under the bus. Who was thrown under the bus? No, and by who? Thank you. And, 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 and I don't. I don't even think that person works here anymore, Candace. <laughs> no, no, no. That person does. <laughs> what you can do, Pam. What you can do is replay that. Uh, Memories, same memories, and we want to vote. <laughs> you guys were thrown yeah. the bus. <laughs> me, and my me and my big well, mouth. Okay. We have got to pull it together. She survived. She survived. Yeah. The show must She's go fine. on, darling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, By the way, God. I still have not gotten my answer yet regarding that proposal. Yeah. So, Greg, if you have anything out God. there. Hi, I'm, I'm not waiting or anything because sure. I know life life goes on, and so do yeah, we. Be patient. Be patient. <laughs> <laughs> replay it if we replay it. He's, right, he's busy. He he's busy doing his crab boil. I was watching his yeah, story yeah, yesterday. He's making a crab too. boil. <laughs> and see, this is not helping the cause because I am. I love seafood. 
But now that I know, see, this is things that you need to know about your future spouse, that they can cook your favorite food. There you go. See? Yeah. That's a take-two radio relationship uh, thing right there. That's a relationship (laughs) rule right there. If you are looking for a relationship, you know, make sure that the person that you, you know, are interested in can actually cook your favorite meal or favorite food or make your favorite dessert. Right. There you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or at least know where to order it from. Exactly. <laughs> Have that number on speed dial and you'll be okay. DoorDash. DoorDash. Yep. DoorDash. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Now I'm Italian and I love to cook, but when it comes to something specific, it's all about the Uber Eats for me. Mm. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I can bake. I'm a good baker. Like, I inherit that from my great-grandmother. Like, I can bake a cake, sweet potato pies, pecan pies, apple pie. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can do that, but flip right, side. I'm, I'm roll. I'm reeling in the fishing line, honey. We got to get back to the actual question of the hour. Okay. Your impressions of the nominations as they stand. Okay, like I like I was beginning to say, um, I'm very surprised at some of the nominations, but in a good way, because I think for so long, and this is not a dig to the actors. Please don't take it. But I think we've, you know, we've gotten comfortable with the familiar names in the categories. You see what I'm saying? Instead of, like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, yeah, okay. Instead, this year was like, wait, what? Oh, they went in that category. Okay, I can see that. Oh, that's going to be a tough category. Oh, that's going to be a tough category. Wow, that's going to be a tough category. And then you have the bay. And then you have the bay. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. And 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 that's and that's where you was like, oh 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 oh, like oh, this changes some things. And yeah, I'm. I you know what? This is going to be a tight race this year. This, 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 this thank you, daytime Emmy. Okay. So I, I got something here. Exactly, exactly, Candace. Because when I when when I went through the whole list. And I'm defending everything that I said online over the last week and a half. When I went through the list and, and pow, 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 I said to myself, okay, they finally listened. They finally listened. It's fair. It's, uh, some of these things are unexpected, but when you, when, you, when you took a moment and let it marinate inside yourself, you said, oh, yeah, okay, that's interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was, they listened to us, and it's fair. Now, mm, right. next year. Next year. Right. Someone must yeah. have said something. Oh, next, and, and here's the thing. And I'm going to be honest with you. If you watch all the soaps right now, you already know who's probably going to be on the ballot for next year. Oh, yeah. Sure do. I know oh, who yeah. I'd like. Because supporting actress, oh. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. You see, you see some of them on General Hospital, Young and Restless. If push comes to shove, days and bold. I already see it. I have my draft pick. I have my draft pick already. So we're so going to jump we to these. Start. What do you we're going to jump to these. And, Carolyn, I have the first question for you. Before we actually talk about these, you saw the news, honey. What do you Ooh. think? Miss Nancy um, is going to the hospital. 
she going to the hospital girl. oh i was yeah i was gonna ask about that on the on the chat how did how did that come about anybody know any background no. why uh why she's coming out of retirement she's not really um, out of retirement really well what other soap was she on she's not on a soap she was on have you seen um Casa Grande yet? No, no. But I'm saying out That's of retirement, on... not being on a soap. Oh. She left days. Yeah, she left days. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. It came as a complete shock to me. I got no inside information whatsoever this time around. But I am going to say it. I am so ready for this. Lexi Ainsworth, <laughs> I love you. Thank you so much for all the years of Christina. But it is time that they give Christina the character, the dude that Christina the character should be. And I got to say, I, I hope uh, Kate Manzi does a Farrah Joy Brown and comes in all, you know, not a trace of Abby to be seen. Candice, real quick, and then we'll actually talk about the show days itself. Okay, so this came out of nowhere for me. Um, because I think I was one of the first people to post about it on Twitter. I was like, wait, what? I I, I feel a certain type of way because I saw Lexi's video. You know, it looked yeah. like she was looking forward to the storyline, which mm-hmm. I think is going to probably be a surrogacy storyline. Um, but with Kate, I was like, wait, Kate? Like, Kate? 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 <laughs> I'm like, okay, GH, because I already see, already see people saying it. Is if you know Kate comes in, you give more story to Christina. Then that's I'm gonna say this. I want to see what she brings to the table. I want to see the dynamic that her and Nancy Lee Gron has, especially Maurice Bernard, because to me that is how I'm going to. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel so. You know, yep. you have chemistry with loved ones, but that is your main core right there. So I do want to see and, what happens. And Candace, Lexi, chemo uh-huh. too. Oh yeah. Well, it, well, I'm I'm saying Nancy and Maurice because, you know, when you have siblings, yeah, when you have siblings, you can gel with them. But the dynamic that Lexi had with Maurice and Nancy, that's just the equivalent of like a super couple, if if that makes sense. So I will say yeah. this, Lexi, it has been an honor and a privilege to watch you grow up, girl. You really grew yeah, up into your role, and I was so proud when you won that Emmy. Kate, girl, I've been with you since days. I'm happy that you, you're, you're taking this job on. And let me say this real quick. Folks, she took a job. It wasn't like she purposely was like, I'm Kate Manson, Emmy Award she winner. Didn't trip her I'm taking and on this role. Yeah, yes. Like, like she literally took a job. Now, do we know if it's recurring or contract? We don't. Um, from my end, we don't. But I want to see what she brings to the table. So, you know, hey, it could have been worse. They could have killed Christina off or put her where Lucas is. Where is Lucas, mm-hmm. by the way? Where, exactly. Where He's so in Grandma well, Audrey's attic. Obviously, obviously, all you guys feel that it it's a good move on, on her part, on DH's part, so you're all happy that she's... Oh, yeah. It was a surprise to me. It was a surprise. Yeah, was, I mean, it, it was sad because it was like literally... Because the last episode we saw Lexi in, we didn't know that was going to be her last episode. And it does right. feel like this was a emergency recast or, you know, some, some, I'm going to be honest, 
something still isn't settling with us because again right. we saw Lexi's video. She said it was a mutual agreement, but mm-hmm. you know body language says a different story. But you know mm-hmm. we're not, you know. But it's just again for GH to recast the role. That means that they have some kind of investment rather to than just write the character off and be like, oh yeah, by the way, that was her last episode. Without a proper no. goodbye or anything, so yeah, it's still it's except it's it's one of those things where it's again we're losing somebody that we literally grew grew, grew up, grown up watching. We really like right. we really seen this girl grow up, and it is hard to say goodbye, especially when it's just yeah. like out of the blue. But at mm-hmm. the same time, is is you know we're giving, and let me say this: we're giving. A open door welcome to to Kate, who is coming into the role, and we need to you know honor that. You can still Embrace be in your it. feelings. Trust me, you can. But this was not the yeah. actress's fault. I just want to point that right. out. So yeah, you know what? It, the only thing that throws me off on this is Kate seems so much older than Lexi. Do we know their age difference? I don't offhand. Well, well, you see, I think Kate is what thirty six, right? Yeah, I, I think they're about eight. They're about eight and, years apart. Okay, so that's what throws um, me off is because it seems like Kate is almost too old well, for this role. Well, no, I know minute. she's I, a no, phenomenal she, actor. No, Lexi, wait a minute. Lexi is thirty. She'll be thirty one this year, and Kate well, is thirty five, thirty six. So it's only four years, like kind of four or five years different. Yeah. Okay, Lexi, Lexi, we love you, but here's the thing. Lexi has has the Robin Scorpio syndrome right now. Kate is going to come in and make Christina a woman. Right now, Christina is still like the teenage daughter of Sonny and and Alexis. Kate's going to come in and Soros, basically, like, um, um, Christina into womanhood. Yeah, it's just going to take a, a big adjustment for a lot of people. Yeah, including, including myself. Yeah, a big transition. I mean, they're both mm-hmm. very good in their own right, and and they have right. different that's, acting styles. They do have yeah. very different acting styles, and I think that's that's why I said with Nancy and Maurice, I want to see that dynamic, and then obviously with Haley and with um, Kelly. And then I, yeah. you know, I'm I'm pretty sure GH is going to set up something Christina <clears throat> versus Jocelyn. So I I, I just want to see the slow intro first. But like I said, something still it's still it's like you know we we we're used to this, but at the same time I think we're all just we're, we're just like okay wait a minute wait a minute okay wait. <laughs> Right. Well, well, and you I mean, know I what else, we, too, because most of the time when somebody is recasted, we know a lot sooner than when it happens on screen. And this is basically, this just mm-hmm. happened, like, almost on screen. You know what I mean? Like, one day you tune yeah. in and you see, like, we, you with see Lucas, her. one day you tune in and you see one Lucas, next time you tune in and you see another Lucas, and you had no idea that was happening. Yeah. Exactly, but you know what? Also, there there is something to be said for this has been done with other major characters and major players before. Billy Miller is definitely one of them. Um, you know, 
that was not necessarily a hit. And yet the Nina switcheroo, um, I love Michelle, and she played a Nina that I absolutely loved yeah. and adored. There was nothing Me wrong too. with it. She would, but she would not be playing Nina the way, um, uh, Aunt, uh, not Anna. Cynthia. Oh my God, why am I calling her Annie? Um, Cynthia. Cynthia is playing her right now. Mm-hmm. And I love this Nina. To have characters you, that you, you know what I, I think the whole difference is, is the whole difference is because we saw her grow up with you know we grew up with her that's the whole difference yeah it's yeah it's, but you it's know what not even Robin, so much also, of the recap but but I think I want Robin had to go it. away and and stay away for like four or five years mm-hmm. to come back and mm-hmm. be the woman and play the storylines and I think Jenna yeah. Ross was like we want to play these storylines now and and the viewers won't let. Lexi be this character, so let's see what happens with Kate. I really but, think that's the the idea here. I kind of see it. Kate, just, Kate like, is so well known. Kate is so well known. I mean, I mean, she's I mean, well known to date. I think. I think. Yeah. I, I would, I'm just going to say this. If you watch all four soaps, you know who Kate is because you watched yeah. her on mm-hmm. days. Right. right. With GH viewers, and I, I'm going to say this. GH viewers, allow yourself to feel how you're supposed to feel about this. Because I think with social media, it's like, like Pam, you, you said the number one thing. Everybody was, was saying about the age. Again, mm. okay, there's some characters on these soaps that play above and below their normal ages. <laughs> the thing is, is that it's mm. the writing that's going to make yeah. all the difference. And I think that's the thing right now that GH, some GH viewers have said on, you know, has expressed on social media is, okay, with Lexi, she was willing to be on the show. They could have gave her the material because she said it in, her, in the video. If you're mm-hmm. going to give Kate the screen time that Lexi deserved, then that is going to be a thing. So yeah. I'm going to wait and see. I, like I said, I... I feel as though with Lexi, I feel as though, and I've, you know, this has been my number one complaint. You had Christina, you know, be bisexual. That was your big story. And you dropped it. You, you, yeah. you treated her like she was day player number 42. Yeah. Yeah, she, <laughs> she should have been, when, when she should have been right there when Michael and Jocelyn was doing all this stuff to Sonny and, and you know. So, and, and again, the fact that when they announced it, they had already said, oh, by the way, that was the last time you saw Lexi was at the, at the wedding taking Porter Voice. Like, hey, we are family. Hey. And now, yeah. right before Memorial Day, we see Kate Mansing. So, yeah. Right. Well, it's going to be years, strange, but. I don't even think All they right, Caroline. Yeah, years ago they used to come on and then. Uh, you know, the voice would come on and say, well, so-and-so's part of the Yeah. The role of Anthony is now being played by David. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they, they, don't, they, don't do they don't do that anymore. The role they of Ace Buchanan will temporarily be played by David Hyde. <laughs> 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 All right, Carolyn, get us um, get us up to speed on Dave. <laughs> Well, you're good. well, I'm. A, I want to ask Carolyn what what does she think about Nicole being pregnant and who's the baby daddy? <laughs> so that is Eric, no well, daddy. it's going to be it's going to be the uh, immaculate conception. But I mean, today they can they do matter. so much with <laughs> with so much with surgery and vaginas and penises and whatever. Wait <laughs> so a minute. What's all show with this? And it is a hospital what setting. Is they might have been doing something 
behind the scenes, but I, I'd like it to be um, uh, uh, Father Eric. <laughs> uh, me too. Me too. Yeah. I think there's. Yeah, I think the majority of the fans are are uh, rooting for for Eric and to his, be the and dad. And his new his new uh, acting gig and whatever. I mean, uh, he's really getting his chops into this part, and yes. I, I, he's not the pussy anymore. Why we on a roll today? Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Drinking. I want some now. Yeah. We're a family show, folks. For those who are tuning in for the first time, we are really a family show. I don't know what is going on tonight. That's why I see Carolyn. Please forgive me. It's like we moved over to Peacock. Oh, no, no. Oh, Zach, you're going to blame Peacock. She blamed Peacock. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is too you funny. And the intro. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, uh. I'm so oh, sorry for those who thought this was a wholesome show. I apologize. <laughs> so sorry. Oh my gosh. I have to say, I need to. We need to get rid of Sloan. I cannot stand her. Oh, <sighs> thank you. I can't, I can't believe I'm about to say this. So, go on. You're going to be the only one that likes her, right? I need a Sloan. She's messy. You I do. need her. I need <laughs> Sloan. I'm sorry because if I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you. At first, I was like, "Oh, Lord, child." Oh, oh, no. Then I thought they were going to take her a different direction, especially when she was sleeping with Eric. God bless you, by the way, girl. <laughs> then I was like, <laughs> what in the world are they going to do? What can they do? And then I was like, oh, she is, when she said, I'm Stallone Peterson to EJ, I was like, oh, 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 keep her, keep her. Because I'm like, okay, okay, I see where this can go at. <laughs> now, the brother stuff, I'll talk about that later. But, yeah, I need a Sloan because here's the thing. In some weird way, she has early Nicole traits. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she's your Sammy Joe, Candace. No. I even put her in that yet. I, she, she, got, she, got, she has to do two things to get that honor. Two. Oh, yeah. She doesn't and, have the fire. She doesn't have the fire. Not you can see she got something like like right there, now. No, when you put, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give Candace that. There is something there, and there was so much chemistry. There is. The so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not. You I know, this is the thing. Okay, they bring everybody to the edge, and then they soften them up. And this time, <laughs> if they're gonna do a slow burn and let us and let us see a, a big you know burst of bitch or a big burst of crazy, either one I'm down for. I'd rather have a big burst of bitch. We need, we need that, that I, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to, not crazy cuckoo Christian. Just, I'm, I'm powerful. I'm the boss. I'm a boss bitch. That's what we need. If they're going to go there with her, I am so down for it. But if they want to roll a coat, we got enough of them. Cause I want to tell you something. Yeah. Salone, and another reason I need to keep her is because I need somebody to go toe-to-toe with Nicole. And all honest, and That's I like true. Nicole. Trust me, on some given days, I like Nicole on some days, because here's the thing. Nicole right now, 
think about this. She's getting everything she's ever kind of wanted, right? She slept with Eric, yep. lucky girl. She <laughs> had EJ, lucky girl. She really doesn't have much drama, right? Okay. <laughs> I can't stand when a character doesn't have any drama. So we don't have Sammy. Sammy, That's right. So I, we have twelve. You know, you know, somewhere, you know, making some donuts and some solving some, you know, crimes with uh, Drew from GH over there. Anyway, so to me, Salone already has Nicole's number, in a sense, and Nicole kind of has a number with Salone. So yeah, I need a Salone to stay on days. We can work with her. She gets we can balance. transform her. Yeah, she gives balance. Well, yes. When I when I say we need to get rid of Sloan, it's because and I can't stand her. I mean it's it's somewhat in jest. I say it's because I know <laughs> that you got to have the drama on the show, and you yeah. can't have a hundred percent lucky, happy, go lucky people. You know all mm. the time. Otherwise, why watch? You know. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. Go watch That's a cool. go watch a Disney like go watch a Disney movie if you want that, you know. But uh, and some Disney movies aren't always the happy ending, right? But <laughs> like Bambi. It's just, yeah, I know. Right. Um, I, but it's just that like she gets the, on my I last like the, nerve. I like the storyline. Okay. I like where it's going, but I don't like. It's like she she's trying too hard. I don't know, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. I just can't put my. Yeah, and, it's it's the actress. It's and, and now it what was, about her brother, Carolyn? <laughs> oh, what about yeah. her brother there, Colin? And where did he get that English accent from? English muffins. <laughs> I mean, question. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, where did Gwen get his from? Not to, we're not supposed to notice if they have accents. It's no. called the Robert That's Scorpio right. syndrome. They, they oh. didn't tell us, and please remember this, everybody. They did not say anything about Robert being from Australia for you the mean first Matt? three years he was on the show. That's true. Yeah. And Matt. And Matt. Matt lost and his Matt, yeah. And Matt, too. So, you know, it's the soap opera syndrome thing. You're just not supposed to notice. <laughs> Yeah, or or you get, or you could do a reverse like uh, Michael E. Knight. You know, now he has an accent. Oh my God, he doesn't have one in real life. (laughs) I've grown to like his accent. He and it's different than it was the last the last stint that he was on. He came back and it was suddenly different again. But I I know, right? So Michael, Michael, I think it's it's subtler now than it was before. It's mellow. But but my day's question to everybody is, and, and I'm gonna power. I'm gonna start it with this. You've given us all the comedy. We've had enough comedy because the boy can actually act. It is time for Johnny to have some real juicy material. Yeah. Enough to do the comic foil, the relief, the you know the the sarcastic and the shirtless. Don't put shirts on him though. Don't 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 do that. Leave the shirtless, but give him something to actually act with. Lady, David. Um, why don't you go? I'm sure. I'm thinking about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I want to see. Johnny needs some uh, real meat, 
in his role. I want to see him play the young lead and uh, and really give him, you know, really give it to him. Give him a story. Don't let just I liked it when he was, let him I liked him. It when he was the devil. I liked it when he was the devil. I mean, he was nasty. He was mean. He was, no, I uh, give him, you know. Like, I know. Really, the boy has shown I mean, us he can act. Now give him yeah. something juicy to act with. He did yeah. the devil good. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and then when he uh, he threw the the bride to the oh to the wolves. No, he was he was good back then. He's just kind of coasting now. You know, That's not. He, it's fun. He he's very cute, quirky, fun, and so I love when they use those yeah. moments. That you know that's the the Tracy Quartermain standard. The 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 snarky <laughs> cute that that he pulls off. But okay, give me yeah. something to play now. David, before we go on to something else, what's really loving or irking you about days right now? What's really irking me about days right now? Um, I love it. Probably, I, I think Nicole's pregnancy is just even because, but doesn't she have, hasn't she had trouble? I didn't think she could at all after Sydney. I mean, she yeah, always well, loses the baby. Didn't, wasn't Cleo uh, um, or Chloe uh, a surrogate or something? Yeah, Chloe because Nicole came. Yeah, yeah. yeah Nicole, here's, okay, so let me jump in real quick because many people was very confused about this. It's not mm-hmm. that Nicole couldn't carry the – well, here's the thing. Nicole can have kids. It's just she couldn't carry the kids. Carry them, scar, right, exactly. Because of the scar tissue oh, okay. within her uterus. So mm-hmm. it isn't like she could she couldn't get pregnant, but for right. the fear of her carrying a child and miscarrying all that stuff, right. that's why. So right. wait, a minute, I just want to say this, Ron, I got your back on that because I saw a lot of people coming after you, and I was like, y'all y'all need to re re listen to the history to find out about Nicole because it wasn't Ron and company. I got your back, Ron. So we're all going to be holding our breath while she's carrying the baby. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's there's a huge chance that it won't come to fruition, but I would really right. like to see it happen. Yeah, and maybe. Yeah, yeah, there's one person. She could have a twin. She could have uh, one from EJ and one from Eric. Okay, so you want this to be Sammy part two? Sammy all over again, <laughs> right? And with the Sammy same guy. With EJ and Lucas, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. There is one person, and Days, you have to do this in a sense. I need for Jada. I need for Jada to find out because um, yes, because yep. in all honesty, and I know this was a very controversial thing, but Nicole, regardless of Jada's choice. Nicole put her two cents into this. So right. to me, Jada does need to say, oh, so you're pregnant. You're the one who can only carry Eric's baby. <clears throat> I, need, I need for that because I feel as though that's still salt. You know, like the wound is still open, especially if she's yes. Nicole and whatnot. I need for, because to be honest, Stacey, oh, this is where I have to do it. I'm not refilling this story. I mean, yeah, happy, but knowing 
couple of months ago, I'm like, I could have had a baby. With yeah. somebody other than, you know what I'm saying? So I'm a little salty on that. I know yeah. it was Jada's decision, but Nicole put her two cents. If Nicole didn't put her two cents in it, it would have been a different story. But still, I'm like, huh, this is going to be answer off fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that moment has, is going to be, it needs to be epic. It will be epic. The two of yeah, we went fireworks. definitely carry that. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, let's go to Los Angeles, the bold and the beautiful. David, you've been awfully quiet. Tell yes. us, David, what's going on? Well, always today, did. I am always quiet, yeah. Today, Taylor had a little conversation with Liam about his um, uncertainty with Thomas and Hope, and she's trying to reassure him. That's about all in there that uh, I can remember what about, about today. Steffi? What about Steffi oh. confronting yeah. Hope? Steffi um, did witness... Hope being a little, maybe too friendly with Thomas, and she called her out on it. And Hope right now, I think, is in denial. She doesn't want it to happen. But, oh, the one remark that really um, got my attention is, you're a lot like your mother, aren't you? Uh No, she says, are you... Are you going? Are you like your mother, or are you turning into your yeah. mother? Or something your mother. Like that. Yeah. Yep. So I'm not too sure how I feel about, like I said on the last show, how I feel about it being Hope's turn to do it this time, and looking at all. I, I mean, I'm not really looking forward. to I look at it like, why not? Everybody else did it to her. Why can't it be her turn? Yeah, you know, I actually, I I think that on this one, I'm not invested in the story because it's so riveting. I'm more like, okay, you know what? There's there's not much left that they can do with the current run of what, you know, of of the lineup, so to speak. And so if this is if this is what's going to happen, I'm okay with it. It's a soap opera. It is all going to recycle sixty in the next couple of years anyway. So why don't yep. I just sit back and have fun with it? But I'm not really invested because it's it's drawing it's it's gripping me. No, and and, and you you'd have to be deaf, dumb, and blind. No pun mm-hmm. intended. To not <laughs> see this coming. Yeah, I, I said a couple of things on the last show that I really I want to just reiterate very quickly. I really hope that this is not going to turn into I'm having a breakdown. I can't manage the feelings that are happening inside myself. This is not my fault in the end. Exactly. They've done this storyline too many times. They really need to take it in, in the direction like I'm set up. You know what? At some point, I'm going to do what I need to do for me. Yeah. But well, sorry, you know, like him. she she has to say, you know, like I didn't realize how I really felt about Thomas until he stopped stalking me because all I did was spend my time trying to fight him off 
without mm-hmm. realizing that I really was invested. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, I, they, if they go raw and honest like that, I am so in. So right. in. But, see, okay, so how can I say this? If there were certain things that did not happen between Thomas and Hope, I would have a different take on this. But I, as a viewer, just like you guys, I can't get over the fact of what he did towards Hope, including keeping the secret that he, about that baby being alive. Yeah, me, mm-hmm. but you know, I get that. Right, but I see, but my, also my thing is, is that, okay, first of all, Stassi, girl, I know you ain't talking. I, you know, I, that was my thought. I Hypocrit. know you're not talking. Hypocrite. <laughs> and, and here's the thing, Hope, as much as I want to defend you on sometimes, you kind of did act like your mom. When Liam yeah. was with Stuffy, you hooked up with Liam. Remember? Yeah. That's how you yeah. got run it. Yeah. So to me, I feel as though we already made it aware that Hope has these moments. But yeah. what I did not like is Stuffy was like, so what's going on? Like, what did I just say? What do you, do you like? Do you, first and foremost, Stassi, the only person who could actually pull that off is your grandmother. But she actually had used that toward her leverage. I'm not understanding this at all. Because the thing is, is that, yeah, okay, Thomas, you think enough easy either. Okay, you quote unquote said that hope is your bound. It's like she's your constant, uh, uh, you know, I, I forgot what how it was phrased, but Steph, you're like all the progress Thomas made. I'm not gonna let you destroy. Time out, Steffi, <laughs> girl. You know, you know. Girl, did you not drive him into every decision he made? I was like, I was like, I was like, hold on, Steffi. I said, here's the thing. He was doing good. He really was until you pulled him in with the parent trap situation. Uh, right. And right. also, not not for nothing. When Thomas when when Thomas set Hope up to see you and Liam kiss, all that. Do I have to do a flashback for y'all? Because apparently I'm going to have to, Stuffy. Because you and that, and that, and then you like are you going to be like your Stuffy? Stuffy? Stuffy was you more like what? Brooke and her mom. And, and, and look. Here's the thing, Steph, you years. went through the whole Spencer, you went through the whole Spencer family. Bill, yep. Liam, and Wyatt. Okay? Yeah. You went and Taylor, girl, Taylor. Yeah. You know I yep. love you too, but I gotta call you out. You yep. went through yep. Rick, Thorne, Eric Ridge, and mm-hmm. Nick Maroney. Dang, yep. you almost you almost probably Reva Shane on that one. But <laughs> I'm like, with to me, my whole thing about hope is yeah, she does not want Okay, I've always said Stephanie and Hope does not want history to repeat itself because, again, Thomas, Hope, and Stephanie was front row to all of the mess with Ridge, Brooke, and Taylor. So they don't want to end up like them. With Hope, but yet yes, now they, they are. Right. But, and it's like, okay, it's like Stephanie is trying to use this for luck or something. But Hope is like, I don't know what the heck is happening. It is kind of like a psychological thing. It's like, again, hope in a way has been babyfied a little bit, not all the way, okay? But this is mm-hmm. the thing about the writing of the character because, yes, I'm going to have to do this. 
I love Anika Noel. Don't, and this is not the actress's fault. But I feel as though when Tim Matula was in this role, you see, where I'm, y'all, y'all see where I'm going at with this. It, yeah. it was uh-huh. a different dynamic. So to me, I'm like, okay, don't try to erase what Tim Matula's version went through because Tim Matula's version went through a lot, and that hope, that that hope trait needs to come back. Where again, hope is crumbling under the pressure of being quote unquote perfect. Not saying she has to do the after-school break special. When, a, when somebody is trying to be perfect, they start doing drugs. They start drinking. They start wilding up. I don't want that. I want this to be a wait. I don't want to make the same, the same mistake. I don't want to a do come this. To Jesus moment. You and I both right. want the same thing. Right. Yeah. I a want to her Jesus to moment, t- not it's I'm fragile and I'm falling apart. Right, I'm, like I'm falling apart. Like, yep. do you know how hard it is to be perfect? I don't because I feel as though we had that. I do you know what it's like to be perfect speech when Steffi was on drugs? Yep. So it's like you got to do something because here's another thing with Thomas. You know, it's kind of weird. It's like we know Thomas is obsessed. Let me say it for the people in the back. Obsessed with hope. We get that. That's a psychological thing. But with hope, you're going to have to bold. You're going to have to really do this. You're going to have to dig deep as to the when and the why without doing the DID, drinking and drugs, and cheating. Yep. This has to be organically felt. And, but see, here's the thing. That's what, as a writer, that's what you did. By the way, supporting the writers, um, because you need you need that meat before, before you can give us anything else. We need we need we need to know because her having these dreams, flashbacks, pretending to kiss, you know, holding hands, and then because the holding hands, I'm gonna be honest, is like middle school. Like, oh, we're holding hands. Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to hold hands. David and them call me. Don't, please don't tell nobody. Uh, again, tell you nobody. know, it's like they're setting it up for her breakdown. And mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. So let's stay tuned because two weeks ago we were basically having the same conversation. Let's by the way, Anika Noel is, by the, real quick, Anika Noel is actually on my draft pick for next year for supporting actors. Yes, they do, if, I agree with that. Yeah. 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 All right, let's jump over to Genoa City. Pam. Okay, what before are you we do what are you this, not loving? before we do that, uh, CBS renewed SWAT for the seventh and final season. I thought maybe we were going to get some more Shamar, like uh, you know, full time maybe on on Young and the Restless. They, they, they heard had that canceled. video. They heard that video. He pulled and every because okay, real quick side note that did come as a surprise too, but we know it was, oh, it was a shock. Yeah, it was production. It was money cost and everything. I think because a lot of people tweeted and, you know, again, Shamar and some of the cast talked about it, this was the best decision because I'm going to be totally honest with you. I'm like, uh-uh, ain't going to end with that season. Uh-uh, no, it's not. Mm-mm. Bro, I need more. So congratulations, but, uh, you know, you know, I wish that they would have done that with a certain soap opera back in the day. But, you know, I'm, I'm letting it go. I'm yep. letting it go. I'm going to let it go. Congratulations. 
Congratulations, Sam. Talk to us about Young and the Restless. What are you loving? What's irking you? What's irking me? I cannot Uh-oh. stand. Cannot stand this Diane thing. And they <laughs> they they put Phyllis in a corner. How are they going to get her out? Because she killed Jeremy when she should have went and said he attacked her and it was self-defense. But now what is she going to do because she's hiding because she wants Diane to stay in jail? I can't stand this thing. because, And I still don't know in my head if I believe Diane has changed or not. I keep waiting Diane! for a shoe to drop. I keep waiting thank for a shoe you, to Pam. drop. Yes, thank yep. you. Thank you, Pam. Yes, thank you. I, Was that I your Candace? Yes, because I'm sorry. Y'all hear me all the time on social media, on so party and everything. I keep saying I do not. I believe that there's a plan with Diane. Mm-hmm. Because to me, it's like, okay, and I'm sorry. Last week when Billy and Ashley, they were all talking. I felt as though this was the first time Young and Russell, y'all heard me say this. I keep saying, yep. okay, Tucker, Jeremy, and Diane. Something ain't right yep. with me. Like, I'm sorry. Diane comes in. <laughs> I'm so afraid to tell you yeah. guys I was still alive and stuff like that. Okay, mm-hmm. you did exactly, Jack. I'm sorry. You're an idiot. I understand you don't want to be lonely yeah. and you believe that people can change, but sometimes not all the time. Diane, like Ashley said, oh. Diane came in, got the money, is engaged, and moved in the house. What's next, Jabot? Okay. Now, with Phyllis, okay, folks, Phyllis has faced the consequence. Yes, they all faced consequences. Yes, they did. Diane is facing the consequences of stuff that she should have been a long time ago. She went to jail. She yeah. went to jail. She, she realized that some of the stuff that she did does catch up. Okay. Yeah. Phyllis, girl, put yourself in this spot because you brought Jeremy into town. You, you didn't know how dangerous he was. And to be honest with you, uh-huh. like we, were starting to, we were starting to doubt that too. Okay. But your obsession with Diane got you into this mess. And you have, you have to face the ultimate consequence. Just because well, Diane yeah, I don't was, see her getting out of that anytime soon. I really oh, don't. Once I just, she makes I just her, see, her presence But see, done. that's the thing. But see, this is the thing. Diane, okay, Phyllis believes, okay. Phyllis believes karma is a, a witch. I will not yeah. cuss because we're a wholesome show. Carry on. But the thing is, is like, okay, Phyllis is like, all right, I have to prove that Diane has not changed. Because up until this point, yeah, Diane has not done anything to show that she's a big, bad, evil, um, evil person. Okay. Phyllis, and this is 1990s version of Phyllis, folks, so welcome to the party. You now know her. She is desperate to the point where she's about to put her children through the same thing that Diane did with Kyle. Right. The only difference right. is, yep. is, like Phyllis said, when she revealed to, her, to to Summer, I thought you, I know you guys can handle it because you guys are older and you'll be there for each other. Phyllis, that's not a good excuse, and I'm sorry. And you, Phyllis, right. you finally realized what you did because, and shout out to Michelle Stafford, because she played those emotions where she realized when Jeremy mm-hmm. shook her and said, you have no life anymore. Everybody thinks you're dead, meaning mm-hmm. you are not Phyllis anymore. <sighs> I have a question. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Do you think, and I would like to see this happen, 
Can, do you think Phyllis will drag Diane into her little nope. thing with nope. her? Nope. 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 She won't try nope. gaslighting? Phyllis? Oh, no. Uh, no. Um, Diane is Diane's not going to be in jail for long, first off. Um, there is gonna, they are going to give us the moment where Phyllis has dug herself so bad into, that there is no hope of return, and they, they're going to give us the moment. Somehow Diane's going to walk into the room. She's going to pull the mask down. She's going to go, gotcha, walk back out and walk into Jack's arms or something. They're going to give oh, us yeah. that moment. That's what, this, that's what this is all coming to because Candace said it. They, for, the, for the anniversary, they're taking us back to Phyllis of 1990-1992. Mm-hmm. Right. And not for nothing, but okay, first and foremost, I don't believe Jeremy's dead. And I and nope. I'm gonna tell you why. Because of that um that um paramedic. Mm. I think the we one have not off. seen the let Yup, the one he paid off. And not for nothing, but okay. So Diane was released on House of Rust. Amen, hallelujah. And we also got Tucker at the Abbott House. And Billy said it to Ashley, okay, you're so worried about Jack. What about Tucker? Tucker moved in. He's trying to get closer to you. So you got two people who is in the, in the, in the Abbott house who is using both Jack and Ashley, in my opinion, to get some money to do whoever, whatever. I don't know. Then you got Tucker you telling say, Diane. You think, Tucker, you think Tucker's using Ashley? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. I, yes. I, I don't know. That's to use him, though, too. I mean, I do a little bit, but I think he full heart and loves her and wants to be with her. He wants to, but see, here's the thing. Okay. How can I say this in a nice, respectful way? Ashley and Jack are so different than Victoria and Nick in a sense because they do wear their hearts on their sleeves. Ashley enjoys Tucker. Like, Tucker actually broke Ashley down a little bit. Hence why he has moved into the house. Because I'm sorry, if Tucker and if Ashley did not like Tucker or anything else like that, she wouldn't have done nine tenths of the stuff that she's already done. So in other words, Tucker is wearing her down, wearing her down. Okay. Then you got Diane. I just want to be a better person, especially for our son and our grandson. Tear the tears. Jack is a softy. Oh, I know. He. He believes that people can change. Ashley puts Tucker through a test. Tucker knows what kind of woman Ashley is. Come on now. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that he took a course, uh, Ashley Abbott 101. Come on now. Yep. And, yes, I do think the thing is, is that, okay, everybody's looking at Diane with the side eye. Nobody's looking at Tucker. Think about it. Tucker's doing everything right. He's, he's trying to be a good person. He's a little conniving on the side. Look at Audra. And everything. But Diane, you can tell, like, she still gets irked by Phyllis. So it's like, okay, is there some kind of tr- – is she really using Jack? We don't know. But you've got some, some breadcrumbs to make you believe that. But, oh, yes, I think Diane and Tucker are working together. And once Diane has the, da, 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 the ring or something, I bet your boat goes crashing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yep. I'm, I'm subscribing exactly to that theory. All right. And for the sake of time, we have got to jump to poor Charles. Okay. Lordy, I got Lordy, one. Lordy Charles. Me? 
Me, I like, me. I have one statement for you guys. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have been off the Willow bandwagon for two years. I think this is uh, this leukemia storyline is not is very detrimental to um, viewers who really have it. Oh yeah. And and I think I think the execution could have been handled a lot differently. All right. Well, let me just say I agree and disagree with you because this is a soap opera. Things are not supposed to be 100% through life, even though they have done social issues and done them well on all the soaps. But sometimes you don't. It's just a soap. I I would not take it personally. If I was dying from leukemia or something, I wouldn't take that personally the way that storyline is going. What I take personally is that thing going on so long. I, but, see, yeah, I think I, that's the I, thing. I I, I'm going to say this. I can't stand this storyline. A couple of months ago, I was, because I was like, well, dang, you know, this this will kind of be like a Dominique Scotty moment because I actually played that in my head. But the thing is, is that, Pam, they worked alongside the American Cancer Society with this. If you didn't tell me that, then I would not feel like, this is Thank you. That was mockery. my point. Thank you, girl. I, I did not know that they yeah. did that. Yeah. So the thing is, is that I would take it, like you said, as a soap opera that a young woman is dying of leukemia. However, I also got to look at this, too. General Hospital. Michael is a freaking quarter main. Why didn't y'all do a – see, this is where you could have tied it in to the nurse's ball or to something to make an awareness. Why didn't we have a bone marrow drive? You didn't have to. Yeah. Like, you had well, the idea. that's what I thought about a million times, too. Right. Like, you had to do all this. Okay, this, we said this prior to her getting sick. We said the only way that Nina and Willow is going to find out they're related if somebody gets sick. Why did we have to insert Carly into all of this? This is, this, I'm going to tell you, that's the main reason I can't stand this storyline. It's not because of how long Willow has had leukemia or whatnot. It's the fact that you got Carly acting like she's a mama, and she's doing all of this withholding all this information from Nina, and then, you know, it's all this back and forth, back and forth, and then it's like with Willow, it's like, honey, you're dying. Don't you want to know your biological history? Don't you want to know something? But no. You're acting as if Nina is the worst person in the world. And he really not. isn't. And I'm just like, with this storyline, it's just like, it's, it, it's, it shifts the focus on what was the importance of it, is that a young woman is really dying. And they, and yeah, I, like you said, Pat, it's a soap. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, so, um, yeah. Like, because somebody, I saw somebody, oh, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I got to go. First and foremost, I need to remind soap fans out there that in in emotional age, Nina is only about 27, 28 years old. 
okay? She was in a coma for 20 years. She had her babies ripped away from her. They were dead, they were alive, they were dead, they were alive. See, this woman has been through, okay? I'm not defending her. What I am saying is I, the writers actually don't get her wrong. She's not mature because she never matured. She was in a coma. Hello. Thank you. Had to make that public service announcement. Now, I like that Carly Uh, because it harkens back to the days of Carly, Robin, Elizabeth, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. However, what I can't stand, and and I see your point, though, because everybody feels like Carly has to be in the middle of everything. I do see that point, but I I actually enjoy this. What I can't stand is they made a school teacher, survivor of a cult, this woman that was strong, that was smart, that had, you know, Mm -hmm. she was a fiber of yep. make the most incredible stupid decisions over and over and over and over again. Justify them in the most insane ways and to the point where you made us feel like, oh God, you're going to die already. It'll be more impactful. It'll be beautiful. Let's remember, oh, what was the little nurse with the glasses? Oh, Sabrina, yeah. It'll be able to harken back to that story and yes, I'll dominate it. And then I have to conclude my tirade Please, why did you put the American Cancer Society on this? You know, you did good with Mike. Um, you did real good with Mike and Alzheimer's. You sure did. But if you weren't going to invest the right way in this storyline, don't tell us that this was one of your social justice storylines, like Pam said. Just let it be soap fodder, and we would have been okay with it. All right, I'm done. Who's next? <laughs> and she... Uh, mm-mm. Oh, Dr. Charles, <sighs> sleep. No, it's just, it's frustrating because it just could have been a really good storyline. It really could. And, and, and again, again, they had all the ingredients. Yes, okay, the explosive truth of, you know, Willow needed a bone marrow because she's sick. Oh, my gosh, we got to find somebody. Okay, when Carly found out, yet again, about paternity, right, that's when she should have got exposed. Because I'm still salty of how that even came out. I'm salty that Michael. That's another issue. It's like, come on now, y'all had so, the, you had so much material for them to do this. And now, yes, okay, we went through the stem cells didn't work. Okay, here's the thing. In reality, that is actually true. Sometimes a stem cell from a baby does not always work because of the percentage. It's and not account. enough. That, now, that's not enough. And, yes, they did do their research on that. But then you could have had Michael, like, at ends with it's like, okay, okay. Can we get an emergency? Grandma, Grandma, can we get an emergency bone marrow drive, please? It's for somebody that I truly love and care about. Yes, this is where Michael goes rogue a little bit because he will go ahead and use his quarter main money and corrupt those names to try to get people to do it, you know, like go past the system. It will be controversial because it's like, wait a minute, hold up, rich people doing this kind of stuff while people who are not rich have to wait on the list and stuff like that? Boom, you got story going on, right? Okay. At the same time, you got Nina finding out about, about that, like Carly is like, like talking to Michael, and Nina's like, what did you say about my daughter? Who's my daughter? I don't have time for this right now. I need to save her. Okay. Then you got Willow. Don't. I don't want her to come near me. Girl, you're dying. So, you you know, you need to come a Jesus moment. Then you have Dr. Oprah. 
I'm like, this story went every which way and then some. I know, and I don't blame to one tiny little extent the fans out there, but I've got to say another thing real right quick. Okay, Grand Putnam, Casey the Alien, um, Kiki. Now, none of them are coming back to save Willow. Stop, people, stop. <laughs> There's only one person that's going to do it. And that's if they kill somebody on that show and there's a match. Because, G.H., you just now, you, see, I don't know if you know what you did or not. So we got Willow, right? She's sick. Then we got Her- we got Gregory Harris's character, got Lou Gehrig's conceived. Yep. That makes we got, me so mad. I'm like, Dad, really, G.H., we just kind of went through something like, you know, a little bit. Then you got Molly who she can't have a child. Well, I mean, she can't really carry a child because, you know, so. Then you, we just got off a hat, Daddy. Then, um, let me see. Is that, is that everybody who got an illness? I, everybody good? I think. Everybody okay? Well, well, All right. Marshall. We still don't know fully about Marshall. Oh, yeah, Marshall. Oh, yeah. Well, that's head Daddy. That's head Daddy. That's head Daddy. Yeah. Head Daddy. Yeah. That's my nickname for, yeah. But it's just like, okay, so to me, I'm like putting two, two, two and two together, and I'm like, okay, obviously they're going to keep Willow around because she got to survive the curse of being with Michael because, you know, every woman that Michael's been with has died or has well, some kind of consequences, a la Sasha, you know, was with Michael. She was a drug dealer. You know, she got drugs, you know. You know hey, it, hey, it is what it is. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know, GH, but you're like really yeah. so long in this. And then she she thinks yeah. when she finds out about what Michael's done. What do you mean? <sighs> yeah, I well, just wanted the opinion to come in with the smelly salts. What kills me is I love Gregory Harrison, and to have him on GH, I I just was like, oh. And then yes, I loved him with Nancy, you know, and I thought, well, I go, you know. And now he what? He should have been Jeff Weber. Nancy he been gets Jeff him Weber. for five minutes. Well, yeah, but, you know, even <sighs> though he wasn't, I still liked him with Nancy, and now that's uh, gone I, I to mean, the I mean, I like him with Nancy, but I'm going to be honest with you. But you got to remember that Nancy being paired up with Alexis was kind of a last decision because, to me, you had him and Finn. You had him and so Finn and Kate. why bother? Why bother for killing him off? Bingo! You just, you just, you just said it. Because the thing mm-hmm. is, is that, G.H., you bring on so many characters that sometimes I don't know if you have a long-term plan for them. Like, when you're yeah. creating the character, you need to have a character Bible, meaning you have to have a story Bible. So to me, because General Hospital is so bloated, you have these characters, and I understand you want to keep the actors because, hey, I love seeing Gregory Harris on TV and everything, but just because I like seeing him, that means I want him to work and not just be a face on the show. Do you see what I'm saying? There's a difference. I have to jump in here because so many the other shows are having such success with having characters revolve in and out on, on a basis, and General Hospital is doing it too, but they're not doing it successfully, and that kills me. You know right. what? But they have. The they in have for you many have years, and off. now all of a sudden they're not. They're they're forgetting what they how to do it or something. Even, I don't know. Even with even with look, I'm gonna be honest. 
I like Cameron Matson. I really do. But 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 the, the the meme why 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 is coming across my face right now. Just because you have Cameron does not you need to use him and I'm not just saying to look like a statue. You need to utilize him. You had a plan. I don't know what happened. You know, there's conspiracy theories out there, but you're not utilizing his talents because I've seen him act. You had Kim Delaney on this show, and you did. Yeah. Like, oh, I I, you know, like you I have so her. many people on this show. And, yes, the only person I will give you props for for how, how to do it, actually there was two people. Allie Mills, you did your yeah. thing. Yeah. But the serial killer storyline, we ain't, we ain't going to talk about it. And real quick. Allie Mills also, is coming back. I love it. Go ahead. Right. And I hope they use, like, I I want them to to say that she was not the serial killer. That will be the easiest fix in the world if they could do that. And the uh, and the other person was, um, and we, we lost him last, well, not lost him like he died or anything, but his character died, was um, Mr. Shelfield, Charles Shelley. He did his thing. Yeah. But I think Victor ain't dead, but you know that's just me. <laughs> He's a cast well, yeah, and I've never died. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, yes, exactly. And we know, we know darn well that Spencer ain't dead. He's going to be off having amnesia somewhere. Well, if you, no, saw, if he, you saw today's episode, woo! He, I feel I only saw, on, I only saw half of okay. it when they, okay. they oh. showed Victor's body. Oh. That yes, was they did to make sure... Look, they want to make sure that we we know that Victor is dead. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 He ain't like we Xander. Know, we he know better. We know. We can make don't die. No. Nope. Well, but I do have to say, yeah. Constance Howard's been 91 years old. Girl. Yeah. Mama, yeah. grandma. Yeah. Oh, mama. I was so happy. I was so, so she never lied. She told me the truth. When I met her, she told me the truth. Okay, I take it back, Miss Towers. I'm so sorry. I didn't believe it, but I'm a believer now. I'm a believer. <laughs> I'm a believer. Okay. I got emotional that day. <laughs> that Wednesday was that Wednesday was a good did. day for me. I had, I had we had con, we had Helena on GH and Jimmy Walker on Bowling Green. When I took pictures with both of them that the same day. Look at her. I'm sorry. I had to, yeah, but. And that's how you do a roll by, by the way. By the way, Council yeah. guest performer next year. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Stick to the rules, yeah. folks. Uh, yeah. Ninety well, kids. Time to say. Time to say good night. No. Time to say good night. Good night. Yeah. We have one minute and twenty twenty one seconds. So start singing. <laughs> it's time to say goodbye to all May our 22nd. friends. We'll see you then. Listen to Block Talk Radio for past episodes. Thank you, Gaylord, for being our guest. For love. love. Shout out to everybody. My last chance for Sophie Romance tonight. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Good night, everybody. My last dance. Last chance love. Love Dennis. Soon we'll be coming ashore. Okay, I'm back. Yeah. I am forever forever grateful that I got to interview Gavin McLeod before he passed. 
Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to oh. talk now. Everybody have a great week, and we'll see you soon. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> might not be on the show because of that breaking news that you dropped. <laughs> Ten seconds. I well, I interviewed him. I don't even know how no, many no, no, years ago. No, 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 we're ago. not going to talk about it. We're not talking about it on this right now. We got we got eight seconds. So everybody, everybody have a great week. We love you. Bye. Bye. Good night, everybody. Don Lobo. <laughs> Good night.